Hi, this is Pat McCrory, and welcome to the first ever Pat's Podcast. The title of our first podcast, Ride with the Police. You know, back in uh, early 2017, during a dark night on a Durham freeway right here in North Carolina, a former Major League Baseball player turned Highway Patrol officer named Michael Potts pulled over a car. As he approached the car, the window rolled down. Suddenly, the driver turned to him with a gun aimed straight at his face, and he fired at least three times, point blank. He struck Michael Potts with several bullets, and then he drove off and left Highway Patrol Officer Michael Potts for dead on the side of the highway. About 45 minutes to an hour later, my staff, right after I finished my first state of the state speech as the 74th governor of North Carolina, notified me that an officer was down and now in the hospital, clinging to his life. I immediately got into a car with my officers, my own security, and we drove 30 or 40 miles to the Durham hospital to meet with his family and fellow officers waiting to get an update on whether or not Michael Potts would live or die. That night has remained with me ever since. The emotion, the heartache, the struggle, the anger of an officer being shot point blank on the side of a highway while doing his job. And I thought of that night while watching the weekend talk shows this week with George Stephanopoulos, Face the Nation, Meet the Press, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and almost every newscast this past week has been about how bad our police are. When in fact, I know firsthand as a city council member, as a mayor, and as a governor, that our police are our first and last line of defense for our safety and our family's safety. And without them, there would be total chaos. And it made me think about the many times I rode with the police as a city councilman, mayor, and as a governor, and tried to see firsthand the pressures of a police officer. Police officers who put on their uniform, never thinking about the dangers they're about to encounter, while their families are worried that this will be the first time, first and last time we'll ever see them. It's a dangerous job. It's a job with tremendous pressure. It's a job a lot harder than any politician's job. It's a job in which you pull over drivers in the dead of night all by yourself, having no idea if that driver has a gun. It's a job in which you go to disputes at homes where people are under the influence and you have no idea what's going to happen. It's a job where you have to come up upon car accidents with life and death situations. And then after the car accident, you have to actually drive to the homes of the family to notify the families of lost loved ones. Can you imagine having that job? I can't. It's a job where they have to watch drug deals, where 14-year-olds are carrying guns or knives and trying to stab each other. It's a job in which you never know what's going to happen. And you know, I have a recommendation for Joe Biden 
Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, LeBron James, before you criticize the police and make broad assumptions about all policing, before you recommend defunding the police or taking away all funding for police, or before you recommend, hey, let's stop all traffic stops because they're too dangerous. Before you make any recommendations about police and policing, why don't you do one thing? Why don't you go ride with the police? Not just one night. Why don't you do it during the day, the night, night shift, all three shifts, and see what their lives are really like. And then why don't you go spend some time with their family and see that the pressures that their family are under when they say goodbye to their loved ones every morning or every night. Go ride with the police and see the split-second decisions that they have to deal with every single day. Go ride with the police and see the training that they have to go through. Go ride the police and see the verbal abuse that they take from citizens during riots where they're spit upon, yelled at, threatened, physically harmed while they're trying to protect you and government buildings and politicians. Go ride with the police and you'll find out again that their job is a lot harder than your job, of any politicians, of most jobs. That's my recommendation, ride with the police. Now you're probably wondering what happened to the, to the man who shot Officer Michael Potts. Well, let me tell you what happened to him. They caught him, I think, within 20, 24 to 48 hours. They found explosives in his home where apparently he was planning to blow up some government buildings. He was a bad guy. Michael Potts saved a lot of lives by interacting and pulling over this individual. He was convicted. The man who shot Michael Potts was convicted and sent to jail, sent to state prison. Sadly, in state prison, he's already killed a prison guard, another job that's underappreciated and underpaid. So what happened to Michael Potts? Well, Michael Potts survived his wounds. In fact, he survived his wounds so well that he tried to return to the highway patrol. But after a month or two, we realized, I can't do this job anymore due to the physical wounds and the psychological wounds of being shot point blank. So he had to leave a profession that he loved. So what's he doing now? He's coaching Little League Baseball. How ironic. He was a major league baseball player turned highway patrol, and now he's coaching Little League Baseball. And he's become a very good friend of mine. We stay in touch. I love him immensely. Michael Potts. He's the best of America. He's the best of North Carolina. There was no CNN stories on Michael Potts. There was no live coverage of the trial of the Michael Potts shooter. There was nothing named after Michael Potts. No statue, no roads, no bridges. But I'll tell you this, I will never forget Michael Potts. I will never forget him and all of the first responders that are helping us every day. And before I criticize any of them, 
I'm going to ride with them and see the pressures that they're under and recognize most of them, 99.9% of them are great people and we ought to be thankful for their service. And before we make any recommendations about policing, why don't you ride in their shoes and see what it's like firsthand? This is Pat McCrory, Pat's Podcast. If you haven't already signed up at our website at podcast.patmccrory.com to subscribe for more updates, we'd appreciate it. And we'd appreciate your vote for the U.S. Senate. This is Pat McCrory, and I approve this message, and it's paid for by the Pat McCrory Committee.